Welcome back, or welcome to a beer and a movie podcast. The podcast where we crack a cold beer and we review movies for what? For your ears. I'm your host, Zach Esau, and... Tom Turner, I'm back. I'm here. We're back together. I mean, when are we ever really apart? Just, just during these podcasts? Just during a pandemic. I mean, even then we were still <laughs> together because together, like with movies, we're always together, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Together we are more. <laughs> <laughs> we are legion. Oh, boy. Um, and today we are reviewing an exciting movie. I don't know about exciting, but we're reviewing a movie, The Guilty. Um, and you know what? I'm excited because beer is involved. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there beer today? Yeah, uh, there's a beer here. What's their beer? It's uh, Coors Light. You might have heard of it. I don't know if I have. Tell me more about it. Cold as the Rockies. As as cold as the Rockies? That's what it says. I think, didn't these have like a can or, or a bottle where if the mountains turned blue or visible or something, then that meant it was cold? I thought that was, um, I thought that was the other one. The blue or bud or yeah one of those there's so many one of the run of the mill beers anyways yeah it's Coors Light you've had it it's it's out there cool yeah. let's crack that open and ready uh, oh satisfying a little spurtle uh, just a smidge a little spurtle dropped out of there this is also the first time that we are in our oh can you hear that I think so I can't hear it but I'm sure our guests can hear it. Tom's pouring the beer in such an illustrious way. It's like ASMR. Coors mm. Light. Beer for the people. By the people. For the people. By the for people. For the people. Of the people. Made from the people. 60% of the time, you drink it every time. That's 4% alcohol. Cheers, Tom. Clank. Mm. Well, I guess we don't need to tell anybody about this beer. No, that's uh, that's your basic beer. I'm pretty sure that everybody understands that Coors Light is the beginnings of beer. Yeah, that's uh, that's a rookie beer. That's, it's, uh, it's the Neanderthals of beer. It's the beer you take from your dad when you want to drink with your friends <laughs> in your age. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually so accurate. <laughs> It's the it's the garage beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's the like you're just like coming out on a summer day. And it's like, hey, you want to try this beer? Yeah, like you know the Good Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's like they're taking the sips of the beer. We have four sips. Watch. <laughs> no, you can't do no it. No way. No way. He's only had three. Okay, sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've enjoyed our sippy sippy cups of beer, we will check out the trailer, and we'll see you in a minute. 911, this is emergency operator 625. I've just interrupted. Okay, sir, I don't even know where you are. Last name? Is this the fire department? No, ma'am, you've reached 911, but I can connect you to fire. Just hold the line. What does she look like? She was tall, pink hair, in heels. Hey, man, can you tell me how long it's going to take? 911, what is the address of your emergency? I just want to talk to you. Okay, I'm hanging up. Just stop for a drive, sweetie, okay? Is there someone with you? Uh-huh. Is the person you would know you called us? No. Who do they think you called? Your child? Yes, sweetie. Does the person you're with have a weapon? Yes. I need the color of the car, okay? When I say the right one, say it's fine. Red? White? It's fine. Is it a car? No, man. What? No, just yes or no, just yes or no answers, Emily. I'm sorry, I have to hang on. Give me the phone right now. I'm gonna die. 
I have a woman who's been abducted. What are we looking for? A white van. That's not enough. Come on! Mommy? I just talked to your mommy. She's gonna be okay. You promise? I promise. You have air support available? Negative. Air support is grounded due to fire weather. There is a scared little girl whose mother has been abducted. I need a better location. I'll get it. How will you get it? I know Emily's with you. Where are you going? What's going on? Oh my god. Really, PD, we need medical immediately. What's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is your seatbelt on? And that was the trailer for The Guilty, not The Innocent, The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal. He loves to play these kind of like midnighter officer yeah. kind of roles, right? Like it was kind of like End of Watch meets uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it had that little bit of a Nightcrawler vibe to it too, mm. but he also really, like, I mean, look at his history. You know, you got Prisoners. Yeah, yeah. You've got Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, add on top, Nightcrawler. Yeah. And um, Mysterio. Watch. And Mysterio, <laughs> his probably lightest character. Yeah. Or Bubble he's... Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble Boy. Mis- Bubble Boy is probably the most underrated movie of he all was time. once a bubble boy but as mysterio he became a bubble man <laughs> i'm just putting it together now because i think that needs to be like a common <laughs> thing associated with jake gyllenhaal yeah. now right it's is that man. it's like show like the pokemon evolving true and then show him bubble boy and then bubble mysterio yeah. <laughs> or starting as donnie darko yeah just have him in the bunny suit and then he evolves into <laughs> well, he bubble boy. The bunny suit that was frank he wore oh, a skeleton true. suit for a costume. That's right. But did he ever? No. Isn't there the one part where he pulls it off and it's like a psychological play and it's him? I thought the... I thought it was always Frank. I think I got to see this movie again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a watch. long time. I actually don't think I've seen that movie since high school. Ooh, I think it's been nine years for me. That's just as long because yeah. that's almost high school, eh? Almost, yeah. I mean, it might as well be. Yeah. Okay, we're getting old. We're just exposing our age here. All right, The Guilty, Things You Should Know or Maybe Don't Care About. <laughs> released on October 1st. Whoa. So it's, uh, it was released and everybody knew about it because obviously it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. So how could you miss it? Pretty short running, uh, runtime of an hour and 30 minutes. So your typical action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all like in real time, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, it, it's supposed to happen kind of like a 24 episode, right? Sort of, yeah. Um, rating 14A R in most places. Production company is Amit Entertainment. Distributor duh, distributor is Netflix, and because of that, we don't know budget, domestic, or worldwide revenue. Why won't they share the numbers? They want to keep them to themselves. They want the numbers. Keep them to themselves, Tom. But I want the numbers. <laughs> uh, it was directed by an actually very accomplished director, Antoine Fuqua. Um, you would know him from Magnificent Seven, The Equalizer, and Southpaw. Okay. So, like, Southpaw is, yeah. I think, a fantastic movie. Another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Um, I mean, Magnificent Seven and The Equalizer are, that's Denzel Washington. So yeah. I feel like he's just, like, picking a couple actors. Works with them a few bounce, times. Yeah, and bounces yeah. back and forth between them. Um. Uh, writers, Nick Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto, it's P-I-Z-Z-O-L-A, 
T-T-O. My guess is as good as mine. Yeah, he uh, did Magnificent Seven, The Killing. To be honest, I'm just going to pull up IMDb on this one, guys, because I think I messed up. I messed up. What? I think I did. You know what? That happens when you uh, also are doing a movie that's been done six times. (laughs) There are... Six The Guilties. No way. Four major Hollywood versions of The Guilty. Last one being done in 2018. Wow. So this was a, not a very easy movie to research for the most part either. Um, oh. But also kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, Nick was known for Magnificent Seven and mm-hmm. The Killing um, from what he's written. I'm just quickly pulling up the cinematographer as Maz Makani. Hmm. Um, M-A-Z, I love that first name. He's cinematographer for um, not very much. He's done a lot of camera equipment stuff, it looks like. But uh, I think Taiga Vacation, so music video. This is his first feature. Oh, no, he did The Night, Princess of the Row, um, and a lot of other TV and shorts and things like that. Domino Falling, director of photography. Um, Stomp the Yard 2, Homecoming. <laughs> you know, he's got a lot of accolades under his belt and a very accomplished cinematographer. <laughs> um, it stars basically three people. Um, realistically, only one stars in this movie, and that's Jake Gyllenhaal himself. Yeah. Uh, he has one Oscar nomination, Brokeback Mountain. Um, he would also know him from Nightcrawler, Prisoners, and Donnie Darko, which we just talked about, which is why he's known from all of those. We'll throw Bubble Boy in there as a bonus. Uh, Riley Kyo, Kyo, K-E-O-U-G-H. Um, she was the girl. Because like pretty much everybody in this movie, except for his left-sided desk partner yeah. and the boss, are the only people in this movie. Yeah, it's the only all on voice. screen, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Riley, Riley Kyo is from Mad Max, Logan Lucky, and It Comes at Night. That's what you would know her from. Peter Sarsgaard, uh, you would know him yeah. from quite a bit. Garden State, Kinsey, Jarhead with Jake Gyllenhaal. Whoa. Um, there's quite a few other actors in this, but they're mm. really, really, really small. Like Ethan Hawke makes a... a... Uh, another magnif- Magnificent Seven connection there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Um, but he's literally in it for what? Like one minute? Yeah, and he's he calls just him the at voice. the beginning and that's it. Yeah. yeah like it's... I, I didn't even connect that he was the the sergeant yeah like the boss in charge. i think i looked it up like right before and then i like watching movies with subtitles so when i saw the name show up I'm like oh yeah it's ethan, ethan hawk I can, I can hear it oh that's a good point i watch yeah. i watch them all with uh, subtitles as yeah. well it just makes it easier to yeah definitely kinda... especially if someone starts talking to you and you're like uh-huh I, yeah i'm listening and you can yeah. still read what's going on and you just put a <laughs> bunch of popcorn into your mouth right. and you're like Mrom. Um, but, uh, but the thing I find subtitles is the best for is like when they're walking through, like say like a restaurant yeah, and then you could actually hear all the, like read all the little things that people say mm. that you like should hear, yeah. but you never hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Little like background noises, background or the chatter. T- the TV said something and you missed it because yeah. you were listening to the dialogue, but the TVs talk. Those are my favorite. Key plot points. Very key plot points. Um, uh, uh, third kind, that one's pretty big for that because the TV's always talking in the background about oh. the mountain, yeah, and how people are going to it. So it's like you literally are listening to two things at once. Close encounter, a, a Spielberg special. 
Um, so cool trivia. Let's uh, let's see what kind of things we know, don't know. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So Bill Burr was the nightclub caller. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even realize that. He's the last one. Yeah, I recognized his voice right away because for some reason, every time somebody's angry, it's or Bill Boston. Burr. It's always Bill Burr now. Yeah, like he's he was in. Um, an Al Pacino movie, and he's the gangster that like comes yeah. in. And I was like, I, I don't believe this. <laughs> I can believe he's angry. I don't believe he's like a killer. Yeah, like never, never will I ever. Um, so principal photography b- began in Los Angeles on November uh, in November 2020 during COVID 19. Whoa, uh, it was 11 days of shooting, hmm. like. So they shot it in 11 days. Yeah, it's all one location, yeah. one on-screen actor. It makes sense. Three days before production was set to begin, a person in contact with Anton Fuqua tested positive for COVID. Oh. So when he tested positive, they basically were like, okay, what do we do? Do we push back? And they said, no, like we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> so he directed the entire film from a van with screens that had access to the cameras <laughs> and maintaining contact with the cast and crew wow. from a separate vehicle he outside was, the studio. He was his own bubble boy. He literally was a bubble boy. <laughs> bubble director. <laughs> I feel like that's going to become a thing now. Yeah. Every, every director that directs Jake Gyllenhaal has to do it from a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> bubble boy. Um, it's in the contract. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal, is married to Peter Sarsgaard, um, who plays Henry Fisher. This is the second remake of a Danish film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And the first one is the first remake is Brothers. Oh. Hmm. So, like. Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man, Mysterio. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's so many connections. Uh, and then, as we've already established, this is the second collaboration of Jake Gyllenhaal and Antoine Fuqua. Yeah. Uh, the first being Southpaw, as previously discussed, which is kind of interesting because Southpaw was like a, one of those movies that always talked about being for Eminem. Yeah. Like, I remember that being talked about a lot, that it was like, this movie was meant for Eminem. So Eminem boxing movie. Who's the most like Eminem in Hollywood? Bubble Boy. Yeah. Bubble sure. Boy. <laughs> I mean, if they both shaved their head, I could see them looking similar. Sure. I kind of did. I yeah. mean, but that might just be the white boy in me. They all look the same. <laughs> Once you shave all the hair, it's just like an egg. They're all Adam Sandler's. Human underneath. eggs. Yeah. So what was your, like, what made you watch this movie? Uh, well, I like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I like his filmography. And so if I see a new Jake Gyllenhaal come along uh, that is accessible, like, because I have a Netflix account and just like most of everybody in the world. And so if I see that there's a, a new Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix, especially if it's only 90 minutes long, I'll give it a watch. Yeah, so. the 90 minute is like the biggest the biggest advantage to this movie yeah. because it just makes it easy to watch. Definitely. You just pop it in, give it a watch. Like that, We never heard about this. No. There was no lead up to it whatsoever. Um, and then all of a sudden we see a Jake Gyllenhaal movie and my girlfriend is like in love with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> um and popped it on. I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed. I think that's because no. I had no idea what I was actually walking into. Yeah, for what it was, it was perfectly good. It's perfectly a very fine. simple movie. Like, yeah. it's definitely a COVID movie, you could yeah. tell. Because, <laughs> like, I know that that's probably how their desks are set, but even the desks were, like, perfectly yeah. seven, eight feet apart. Right. His entire back half of the movie is actually in a separate room. Yeah. 
than Sad. even the four people that are in the movie. I'm just going to take over this office here. Okay. Like, which was, that was the most weird part that like yeah. he could just disappear and keep doing his job. Like yeah. it's cool. I hope, I hope they're like that, but yeah, I, I had no idea what this movie actually was. Even when I finished it, I was hmm. just kind of like, okay, what did I think? Yeah. Um, do you think it's worth, was it worth it? Uh, making it or watching it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's say watching it first, and we'll get into yeah. making it into the yeah. spoiler section. Yeah, it was worth the watch. Why not? I mean, it was only ninety minutes of my life. I I watched it while working out. I had it on in the background, and it was like it was pretty easy to pay attention to while also uh, working out. So yeah, because it's also not complicated. No, yeah, like it it really is. There there comes like one twist later on. You're like, oh, did not see that coming. The twist at yeah. the end, I think, is what is basically the whole movie. Yeah. You could background watch this for the first hour, and mm-hmm. then the last half hour, last half hour, sit down, actually watch this thing, and get the whole picture perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but if you're kind of deciding what to watch and why to watch this, this is not the action. No. This is not the action movie that you're ever going to see. There's a lot of action that happens. There's a lot of acting, <laughs> but not a single of it, single minute of it is on screen. A lot of it's in your head. You got to kind of. Yeah, picture. it's kind of like reading a book. Yeah, like it really, it really is because mm-hmm. you're being told a narrative. Yeah, through it would be like a radio play. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's like almost like a re reimagining of like what a radio play would be like from mm. back in the day. Definitely, and I I think that's kind of like defines the movie. But it is, um, it's an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Are you asking me or are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i would say it's worth the watch yeah yeah especially given that i mean they i think the fact that this came straight to netflix perfect place for it like this isn't like absolutely if someone went to see this in the theater they'd be like why why did i just it's not worth out yeah it's not this? worth the ten dollars for one watch yeah. it's worth the ten dollars a month to watch it when you want sure yeah uh, let's get into spoilers. Uh, if so, if you haven't watched this movie by this point, basically what we're saying is go watch it and come back. And uh, if you haven't and you want to keep listening and you just want to hear what we review, we will put a timestamp in the comments or actually in the description. description that'll tell you where to skip to. And we'll see you there. Bye. So when he died at the beginning. And then was... they brought him back to life in and the then... middle part put him into a phone kind of like source code and they chopped off his well code yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's also another like bottle yeah, movie for it. like he really does love these little bottle movies eh? bubble movies bubble movies <laughs> jake jillen bubble jake bubble jillen hall that's his new name yeah and I don't bubble think, hall. yeah, Bubble Hall, <laughs> Jake Bubble Hall. That's it. Nailed it, TM. But like, okay, so real, real talk for me, Tom. Yeah. What's this movie worth in its weight of story? Like, I was in when she called. Yeah. And I kind of got lost when it was her having a mental breakdown. Mm, yeah. I don't know why, but that was like kind of the moment that the movie went off the rails for me. And it was like, oh, hmm. almost disappointing. Okay. Like, I thought it was going to be like a chase and figure down, like almost yeah. like prison, prisoners from an hmm. office. Yeah. Get but him. it was more of like, to be fair, I think what pulled me out is that it felt way too political by mm. that point. Yeah. Because we were also starting to figure out that like he had done something 
that involved uh, an innocent. Uh, thus, you know, he killed that nineteen-year-old. Yeah, you know, talking about like him killing somebody as like a cop. Yeah, and then also touching on like the mental health, and then also being a COVID movie. It just mm. felt like such a like, you know what? What's the easiest thing we can do right now? And like, this is what they did. Yeah. Instead of more like, oh, I've got a great idea. It's called The Guilty. And it's based on every Jake Gyllenhaal movie that's ever been done. <laughs> well, I think I saw is this. This is a remake, though. So they would have had the idea for this whenever that first movie. But came then out. why remake it? For English, because <laughs> <laughs> for the English speaking folks. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I just I I. It's not that it killed the movie for me, but it definitely did pull me out. Yeah, I think it was like a reveal that like was almost disappointing for what the reveal was going to be because I was. There's no action in this. There's no, nothing. It's in your mind. You got to paint the pictures. <laughs> the most action that actually happens on screen is he walks to the other room. And then he goes to the bathroom and breaks down. Does he? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. when he makes the call, like the right? the very end, yeah. Yeah, the when very end. Calls his buddy like, yeah, yeah. Literally just... the last 30 seconds. We're just going to tell him the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's going to court, right? Yeah, and he's going to plead guilty. And Yeah, because that whole thing with him like kind of getting the – like the whole beginning is brilliant. Mm-hmm. The like him getting calls, like calling people while trying to like, I was like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be sweet. This is gonna be tense. And then all the tenseness got lost by the end. And I was like, he got uh, super focused on he that. Got out one. of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> well, he put himself in that other office, his own bubble. But uh, I mean, the uh, the one that this is remade from is 2018. So that technically wasn't a COVID movie. It was a pre-COVID movie without knowing they were a COVID movie. If they, I haven't seen the 2018 version, but I imagine the setup looks the similar. But I mean, also the other one that it is is the is Brothers, which is nothing like this movie. No, it's you know what I mean. So I think it's kind of one of those like loose, very loose, defined movies. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to explain it. <laughs> Go watch the movie. Yeah. Let's get into ratings, I think. Unless there's anything else that you have to say about this one, Tom. Not really. I think we covered most of it. Cool. There's snakes in his in his belly. Get the snakes out. They're not in a pl- There's snakes in his belly. Oh. Uh, that crazy sad. mom. Yeah. Very sad. I mean, like, I think it was also hard because at that moment, too, now that I think about it. Yeah. Is we were connected with Jake. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I didn't feel the same way that I probably should have once she changed her story. I was more like, oh, yeah, like, oh, man. And the dad's kind of the good guy, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Like I was. Yeah, I was just hoping for a lot more drama. We didn't get that drama. No, no mama drama. Save the drama for your mama. (sighs) Mama, 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 mama. All right, let's get into some uh, ratings here. And before we give you ours, we're going to give you everyone else's. What's the big boys say? So the big boys, oh, and by the big boys, I mean the masses Mm. over at IMDb with their sultry ratings. Not very sultry, just kind of like accurate to the point. And you click a button, 82,000 people voted 6.3 Okay. on IMDb. Yeah. Pretty fair, pretty Mm -hmm. fair. Um, Metacritic score, 63, so literally right on the same point. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, 47%, okay. but only 500 ratings. Uh. So for this to be a Netflix movie and only get 500 ratings on Rotten Tomatoes kind of says that it's also like no one really cares. not really <laughs> advertised well because yeah. nobody knows about this movie. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's just like 
literally they did it so cheap that they didn't even need to advertise (laughs) and then just are living off of jake gyllenhaal's face yeah really um critic score said 73 percent though for 167 (laughs) roger ebert three of four stars and guardian three of five stars i feel like this movie has kind of like a cap like it's not gonna be that good no matter what movie it is Mm -hmm. um i give it a six yeah uh same I give it a dead six, like not even going to debate it. Cause like, I think that at the end of the day, like I'm critically like too much into this movie. Like mm. I, I could pick it apart, Yeah. but there's really nothing wrong with it. No. It's, yeah. It's a perfectly fine movie. Nothing spectacular, nothing terrible. Just it's, middle of the road. Yeah. It's fundamentally sound, but it's also like fundamentally bit boring. Mm. Like it's hard. Like you're going to, you're making movies. Yeah. Like let's make them. Yeah, like imagine sitting in the theater to see this. It would have been terribly boring, I'm sure. I, I don't think this could have been watched in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you needed to work out and yeah. <laughs> I needed to be with somebody. So, all right. Well, that being said. There you have it. That's another podcast. That's another beer in a movie. Yeah. Guilty and a Coors Light. You know, guilty and a cor- a guilty, guilty Coors Light. Yeah. Well, kind of, because uh, you know, when I went to the store to get this, they only had the smaller cans in the six-packs. But someone had already ripped some out of the six packs, oh. so I don't like doing that because I would feel guilty doing that. Oh. But I, I was like, someone had already started tearing the six pack apart, so I just took another one from it. So less you're, guilty. But you're now, like, he was guilty, and now you're guilty, and By together you make the guilty. Whoa. All comes around, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our podcast about the guilty. Your sentence is guilty. <laughs> right? Is that where I we're think, going? I think so. Sure. I don't know what I was going. Can we with say this. guilty enough? Can we get a check? <laughs> get, can we get a? Can we get a? Uh, can we get a judge? Can we get a judge to? Uh, That'll be in the to sequel the, to the podcast. We, <laughs> do you think they'll do a sequel or a remake? Another remake. <laughs> All the languages. Every language gets a remake. I would actually be impressed if they did this movie for every country. Yeah, like every language possible. I wouldn't even be mad. I would no. probably watch it. Go for it once. That's your challenge, world. Do it. Get, let's go, Jake. And let, put Jake in every single one. <laughs> Learn those languages. He yeah. would. He could. And like you could just put him in a bubble. Boy. And cover his mouth. Yeah. And then he could speak every language. Oh, he'd wear a COVID mask and just dump himself. Just do the performance. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zach Esau. I'm Tom Turner. And this was a beer and a movie. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.